Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the Ulama Profile this Thursday evening with myself Ubaidullah Boja. Today's program is very special for the simple reason it was probably one of the quickest programs that took to get arranged but there is so much of information that I have already that if I only were to take the information that has given me the different by different ulama and speakers that alone would be sufficient to run the program without the guest. So one can well imagine the amount of information, the amount of service, a young, dynamic, quiet, yet vibrant alim had done over the period of his short life. And in that way, we introduce our program tonight. We are speaking on Hazrat Mawlana Salim Muhammad Sab, Rahmatullahi Alayhi. We welcome all the listeners of Peter Maritzburg this evening because Morana was from the area. Probably more of them will be listening this evening. And we have Morana's brother on the line, Brother Shabir. Brother Shabir, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brother Shabir, before I start, really, uh, Morana's wife and child having passed away together at one time to lose a family, our condolences on behalf of Radio Islam, the Jamiatul Ulama South Africa, to you, to Morana's daughter, as well as to the Jamiatul Ulama in Peter Maritzburg. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you al-ni'mal badal, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it that Allah grant Morana and his family the highest of stages in Jannatul Firdaus. Amen. Amen. Brother Shabir, uh, I have all the hard questions for you as we discussed earlier. I think you should ask the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just... Uh, we were speaking about your brother, Morana Muhasalim. Uh, just a brief family background regarding the family, Brother Shabir. Alhamdulillah, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. Um, we are Maulana Salim was the second of us three. We have my bro- eldest brother Anwar Muhammad, then my sister Sarah, Maulana Salim, and then it was me. Um, Maulana Salim, we studied in Barberton all together, and when the Darulum in Barberton closed down, Maulana Salim um, moved to. Uh, Newcastle under Molana Passing Sema and Mufti AK Hussein. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, he started there for thing around about the age of 12 or 13. Uh, he spent, he completed his hips first, then his Alim course, and uh, once he completed on that, he went on his one year Jamaat. And then from the age of around 28, he joined Peter Marisburg. Um, the masjid in Peter Marisburg, Raystop Masjid, and uh, when the when they were short of an imam in Tanzi Road Masjid, they asked Mulana to fill in, and that's where he resided and uh, and uh, finished and, and and passed away in in in, uh, in his service in Peter Marisburg in Tanzi Road Masjid. Respected listeners, we have quite a few messages that have come in already from some of the friends of Morana and some of the colleagues of Morana. So as we're going along the program, we will try and read the messages out. I I don't want to take more messages because I, I won't be able to complete much of it. 
one of the messages comes, it is indeed an immense loss to the entire community of Peter Maritzburg. Hazrat Maulana Muhammad, Maulana Salim Saab was remarkable in many ways. But truly what stands out the most for me was the fact that he ran so much and stayed under the radar completely unnoticed. With utmost sincerity, never wanting his many good deeds to be known or flaunted, there are so many individuals from broken homes and impoverished background that Maulana was like a father figure to. He would return, he would future them and arrange for, I think he would tutor them and arrange for them to further their studies to become hufad, ulama and professionals. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept his khidmat and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for him. Uh, Brother Shabir, in terms of Marana Salim, what was his personality like? What was his person like uh, in terms of uh, him as an individual? He was a very reserved person, but very dynamic as well. He always um, pushed for the best, always encouraged us to do our best. Um, I remember just before he can pass away, he, 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 he phoned me to tell me, listen, I must get my daughter ready to swim the midma mile with him before sure. Ramadan. Uh, and uh, 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 in 2025, 2026, he says, because the next three years thereafter, they're not going to be swimming. It was Ramadan fall around there. Uh, he loved the outdoor life. He loved, he loved swimming. Um, every moment he can get to the beach or into the pool, he enjoyed it. He loved taking the children to the pool. And that's what the community of Peter Marisburg enjoyed about him. I was just teasing. I was, we were, Kosar and I were just talking about... Um, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he became 50, he started running to the Jamiat, um, jogging every morning so from Tandy Road right to town. But, uh, so we were saying, hey, Molana, you must be going to, to work very sweaty and smelly. <laughs> <laughs> he says, no, I'm keeping myself fit. I can't, I can't have a stomach after 50 years of age. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he pushed his children to do their best. He loved them to do sport, art, uh, closer, closer. He, he, he mentored her. He tutored her into archery. Um, I think um, Kosar was his magnet. Everywhere he goes, he would take her with him and uh, consult with him. He never left her behind. Well, for the benefit of the listeners, uh, Sister Kothar is the daughter of Manana, so that we may just understand. So so we were reading yeah. in one of the messages, Brother Shabir, that uh, she's ranked number one in archery or something of that sort in the country? Yeah, she was ranked number one wow. when she was shooting archery. Uh, we, we her coach the, was... Uh, uh, her coach was the, always pushing her to get to, to, to get to the Olympics. And she says, and the coach always told her, if you carry on shooting the way you are, you will finish off in the Olympics. <laughs> we have on the line with us the Amir of the Jamiatul Ulama Peter Meritzburg uh, branch, Mufti Tayyir Hansa Mufti Saab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. 
Morana, uh, you we know that you've knew Morana for a long time. You worked with him for a long time. What are some of your interactions with Morana Salim Sab Rahimahullah? Jay uh, Morana, when we uh, consider Morana Salim Muhammad and his uh, outstanding qualities, I know you just contacted me yesterday, so. From the time I'm thinking and just trying to reflect over the so many, uh, the many different occasions that uh, we interacted with Moana and how much of, uh, how many outstanding qualities Moana possessed. And uh, I thought it would be important just to select maybe a few of these to highlight the personality that we are speaking about. And uh, one of the points is uh, something that uh, you read out from a message earlier that uh, Moana was a person who did so much in the community, yet uh, he was not a person who liked to be in the limelight. He was not a person who wanted recognition and praise from the people. And uh, uh, amazingly, we find that after Moana passed away, there's so much that is coming forth and so much of discussion about Moana Salim. Yet when Moana Salim was alive and he was amongst us, he did what he did within his community, doing whatever he did in the Jamiat and in his masjid, but didn't like uh, praise from people, didn't want to be uh, recognized by people for his efforts. And this is something most remarkable with regards to Umar Nasarim. Uh, if we have to also consider Umar Nasarim's hardworking nature, this is something also remarkable, that uh, he knew what he had to do, he, uh, in whatever he did, tried to do it to the best of his ability. And uh, in his efforts, he was always someone who uh, tried to make people feel comfortable around him, uh, dealing with social issues, dealing with problems in the community, dealing with people coming forward with their financial uh, difficulties, Salim, to the best of his ability, tried to make people feel comfortable in his presence when he addressed their issues. And uh, I know being a person working in the community, at times uh, you are faced with challenges. Uh, people sometimes may get upset with you. Uh, people may have uh, certain differences with you. And uh, in the years that we worked with Moana Salim, uh, Whenever these kinds of issues did come about, something remarkable with regards to Moana Salim was how he dealt with these issues in a calm and composed manner. And uh, personally, I sat with Moana Salim in certain meetings uh, with certain people discussing certain of these kinds of issues. And uh, something that stood out for me was the fact that when it became necessary to discuss these kinds of issues, Moana would discuss what was necessary to the extent that was necessary. And uh, even if a person uh, tried to uh, uh, speak ill of Moana and mention things uh, in his presence and convey to others anything negative, Moana didn't take this to heart. And even when dealing with the person, knowing what the person might have said or the type of allegations that the person might have uh, leveled against Moana, he still spoke to the person in a respectable way. and. Uh, to the extent that was necessary, he would discuss the issue. And once the matter was clarified, and that, that was the end of it. In the entire process, 
what I would marvel at when, when looking at Moana and how he dealt with this is that he wouldn't mention anything negative about the personality of the individual. He wouldn't criticize the individual. He wouldn't speak ill of the individual. He would just speak what was necessary uh, on, on that matter, and he would leave it at that. Jimana, uh, I know you've got a long uh, list of uh, guests that you are going to speak to. There is much that can be, can be spoken. But I think uh, one important matter that uh, we all need to perhaps a uh, lesson that we all can take from Molana is the fact that uh, he was a person who went out of his way to serve others. And uh, being an imam in the masjid for close to 30 years, uh, Molana had developed a very strong bond and relationship with his community. And uh, sometimes dealing with social matters, Molana would contact me and uh, discuss certain of these matters. In a few cases, we sat together and uh, went through those matters. What I came to realize was that Moana had a very strong bond and relationship with the community, with the people around him, to such an extent that uh, sometimes a person, Moana would actually bring the person into the fold of Islam, uh, teach the person the basics of Islam, eventually get him married. A person coming from a very challenging uh, background, uh, the person... Moana gets him married in time to come his children come to the madrasa and as he goes through life different situations different problems that come about the go-to person for him is Moana Sadim and uh, this I noticed with a few of these individuals whose cases Moana had discussed with me and uh, this is something remarkable when we consider the type of uh, area that Moana was working in the type of people that Moana was working with and uh, he gave his full to his community, and this is something uh, most outstanding and remarkable with regards to Mona Salim. Carry on, Mona. Okay, and uh, if I have to just uh, single out one aspect again from Mona's interaction with the community, now you have different uh, types of people in the community, but Mona Salim paid special attention to the youth and even to the children. Uh, in Moana Salim's masjid, if a child came into the masjid, Moana Salim was there to meet that child, to smile with the child, to talk to the children. He gave time to even the children, the young children that came to his masjid. And uh, it was common for Moana to distribute sweets to the children when he saw them in the masjid. His practice in Ramadan was amazing where every single day in Ramadan, he would make a point of giving something to every child that came. It could just be a donut, a box of juice, or something small. But every single day in Ramadan, the children coming to the masjid look forward to meeting Mona Salim because they knew that Mona Salim had something for them. This was the type of uh, relationship that Mona Salim developed, even with the young children in his community. And uh, the, the, uh, the fact that Mona was a person under the radar, not doing things uh, in, in, in a way that he was looking for praise and recognition from the people. We find that after Moana passed away, so much is coming forth with regards to the good that Moana did in the community. And this is a lesson that uh, I need to take in each one of us, that we do what we do for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with these words, I make dua that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of Moana's efforts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him forgiveness for any 
errors that he may have committed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower his mercy on him, his family that passed away with him. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for his family, the members of his community, his musallis, uh, and everyone that had any sort of association with Mawlana Salim, everyone feels that the loss of Mawlana, may Allah make it easy for everyone. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all to also develop these outstanding qualities within ourselves. May Allah make all kabooliyat and acceptance. And Jazakallah uh, Mawlana for this opportunity. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for your efforts as well. Amin Jazakallah. Let us move to Tahir. Me and Mufti Saab go a long way in the days of Darulum Zakaria, but that's another topic for another time. There's been a very nice article written by one of Morana's colleagues where he speaks about Morana uh, and he, he tabulates some of Morana's qualities. He speaks of his passion and steadfastness in working and the activities of Dean and perseverance, steadfastness, continuous concern, whether he was criticized constructively or without reason, always looking at his peers whom he trusted, making an effort in the correct way. And then the second one is the integrity that Monana had uh, in terms of the way that he would serve the community, uh, the, the service to the creation that he had, whether it is in his personal capacity Marana went the extra mile in looking after families or individuals, he used to worry about the imams of the muaddins, etc. The sincerity that Marana had, and probably for me the one aspect that stands out, uh, the one aspect that stands out for me is the fact that Marana had served so diligently, so consistently, so meticulously, yet the one aspect that is there is Morana just stood under the radar and made sure that there was no one that was, uh, you know, found a way that he would be boastful or he would be uh, worried about some sort of pomp or show or something. Uh, in the article, they sent one part of the article. Not only did I find it such a nice humorous gesture, I thought, you know, sometimes if I had to articulate it in the program, would it be problematic? And the person said, no, no, Morana, this was his personality. And it was said that, you know, if he had to see the huge janaza that was present at the time of Morana passing away, he would have joked and he would have told the hearse driver, hey, let's go back. When there's no one around, you can come and we, you can bury me. So, so while I found this humorous, I also found it a lesson for me to learn that this was Morana's personality. Uh, he would not want this big and glory and this big show but yet obviously when you serve people so much and as you leave this world these are some of the ways that people pay tribute to you brother Shabir are you still with us Jay I'm still with you so so uh, the the last part is kind of a bit of a humorous one but but speaking to you and and speaking to the family i think that was morana's personality he had a humorous side to him he was very down under not wanting to be in the forefront yet he was a very hard worker in the community Gee, 100% ever ever wanted the land to be honest with you now that everything is coming out we are learning about it ourselves. We never knew that he did so much for so many people. No, most definitely so. I, I think it's something that really stands out in terms of, of Morana's years and the way he done. Uh, another message that comes about is that 
as 17 years of memories flow, I realize a book can be written. And, and, and this is how much that Molana had done for the people. And there's so much that we could probably carry on with. Uh, perhaps a question for you, Brother Shabir, was that you interacted with him not as a community member or someone, but as a brother. And what was he like to you as a brother and as a, a person that was just very informal? Let's try and get him on a clearer line. I'm not be able. To, I'm not able to hear what Brother Shabir is saying. Let's try and get him on a clearer line. And as we carry on with the program, uh, we, we shall then just uh, get him to repeat what he was trying to communicate with us. Uh, one of the things that the people, one of the friends of Morana had said was that the intention of writing about Morana is to bring solace and peace to the family and the friends of Morana. For the Musallis, the students and the friends to realize the impact that Morana had and the value, the loss that they have, and for the Ithali Thawab of Morana, and also an important thing to take a lesson, that whatever we are involved in, there's two lessons that stand out for us. One is to consistently and sincerely work with people in the community, and one is never to look for the limelight. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will honor a person in this particular way. We have on the line now with us Morana Fahim Faki Morana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hi, Morana. Alhamdulillah, very well. How are you doing, Morana? Alhamdulillah, all well, alhamdulillah. Morana, you, you knew Morana for some time, staying in the community, working with him. What are some of your reflections on the life of Morana Salim, rahimahullah? Marana is um, not that, as you have mentioned, that can be said. I serve on the Jamiatul Ulama to the Marinsburg Expo Committee. Marana is our is my senior, but Alhamdulillah, in all the time that I've served, worked with him in the welfare department, Alhamdulillah, even though I was his junior, Marana never had any issues with that, and we used to get along very well in in that regard. Marana was in the office day in uh, Monday to Friday. And uh, his experience in the welfare, in the social, dealing with people was obviously much more than mine. But if I had come up with an idea or a suggestion, well, I would readily accept it because uh, I'm from the Exco and he would try and, and implement it. Or he would tweak it and make and try and make it work. Uh, and, 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 this was, and, and this was the quality of Mulana that in every regard he tried to help wherever he could. One of the ulama mentioned that he had a shop that was destroyed whilst, uh, during the looting time. And said Moana Abdullah came to visit him and talking, talking with him. And just before he left, he took out a small amount of money, a couple of hundred rands, and he gave it, he gave it to the Salim. Mrs. Salim said I was very surprised because he didn't ask if I needed anything. Whatever was within his means and he could afford, and he could afford as his support, he gave it. He says it, it is a small amount compared to what I had lost, but uh, it was just a gesture that gave me a huge amount of of, uh, of comfort and, and solace. From the from the Jamiat side, like we said, Moana was very diligently in all in all fields. One of the drives that we normally have is a winter drive, and our Jamiat doesn't have our own vehicle. Moana would take it upon himself to go 
range of vehicles in that early morning traveled at 100, 150 k's to the different rural areas to hand out these uh, winter goods, these blankets and these gloves, etc., to the student. Uh, just today, one of our you know, ulama mentioned that one widow had come to collect uh, her voucher, and she says that it was Mala Salim who had arranged the bursary for her daughter to complete her nursing. And it was it, Malana's uh, nature was that we might have to do the extra work, but at least the those that I need will benefit. So if any organization came forward with uh, any item that needed to be donated, it was extra work, no extra staff were employed. Malana himself and other brother in office would happily go and distribute this because his uh, outlook was that it would it would eventually benefit the poor. Together with that, Mahana was very uh, passionate about the Juma roster. And with the Juma roster, if there was any complaint, sometimes we get Alim extending the time, etc. Mahana would, uh, uh, would would address that complaint, and Mahana would look at it and uh, address it. And he wouldn't pay any enmity or malice, and he would discuss. He would appear serious. He would discuss it, and that would be the end of it. And this is one, the next point is, like you say, Moana did a lot of work. The next point was really amazing, was somebody had mentioned earlier in the program, Moana helped a lot of ulama and the imams of different areas, rural areas, and Mu'adbinin. The amazing thing about, we all knew amongst us that Moana was doing this. However, nobody knew exactly the number of people that Moana was, was helping and what were their names. The, the brother, the, the alim in the office that had to look for this list, as we, inshallah, we wanted him to uh, continue this, the, this good. It took him a few days to find that file, and it wasn't even mentioned, it was mentioned, it was, it was hidden with another name. This is the extent that Warner would have would went to, to keep hidden the names of the people that he was uh, existing. And also, together with that, Malana, when it came to the looting, we all know what happened in Natal. Well, I was very passionate about helping about helping those that were uh, affected and they had financial losses, and he personally made efforts so that uh, people could could get up and running, etc. Obviously, uh, through the through the Jamiat. Uh, I was speaking to Mohanas Ko Imam for the last four or five years, and he mentioned something amazing. He mentioned that Mohana was constantly worried about masjid affairs and the thing that must, the masjid was done smoothly. To the point that uh, the morning that he left, that Friday morning, he advised the Koyimam, who is much younger than him, that see, on this date, we need to change the Salah times, ensure that it's done, make sure that this work is done and this work is done. And he also mentions that they used to have terms for Imamat. If for some reason Moana was unable to make it, then he would fill it. Moana would ensure that he would make up that turn to the extent that Friday morning he was off and he, it wasn't his imamat. But he performed the Fajr Salah on that Friday morning because the previous night he had he couldn't make it for his Isha imamat and he had asked his co-imam to do this. This is something amazing that uh, irrespective of the fact that, he, he, that it was done, but I had to ensure that I had to be equal to my, to my, uh, to, to my co-worker. And he didn't leave that... Um, that door open also. So one brother asked him in December 
that Moana was distributing the vouchers and much of the December and January work was done. So one of the recipients asked Moana, that Moana, are you giving it on very early WhatsApp? Moana replied that, I'd rather do it now so that you have it because I'm not going to be around. Allah, so this was something that somebody mentioned to me just, just today, Moana. And uh, this is something that's very touching. He did tell the brother that I'm going to Cape Town. He told him I'm not going to be around. So I'd rather that you have your voucher and uh, you are sorted out. Mm. Earlier in the day, I was also talking to one of his students that did some shaves by Moana. He says that amongst the things that he noticed, Moana was an ustad, but together with that, he was a friend. And uh, he would uh, he would arrange for them to come together and do uh, good works. For example, if a jamaat came to the masjid, the Moana would encourage the students and say, whatever you have, let's put some money together and see if we can sort out one meal for this jamaat. And uh, uh, the earlier times, the Salim was, uh, was more 15, 20 years ago. But he mentioned that time now we didn't have WhatsApp and viral messages. So on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, personal family time, Moana would hear that there was something happening and immediately you would make one call or two calls to a few people, get a few youngsters together, sometimes 50, 40 youngsters together, and they would spend the Friday night together either playing soccer or in some activity, in some environment where they would not be encouraged uh, towards evil. And he mentioned that all these youngsters that came out and spent their time with Moana, he hasn't seen any of them, uh, he hasn't seen any of them involved in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in drugs, etc. And with regards to his swimming, etc., the, the one aspect is with regards to the boys. And together with that, he also made an effort that the, the females would learn swimming. So he, he would go to the, the municipality, arrange the pool at early hour in the morning after Fajr. And uh, uh, the, his, 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 his family, Rahimahullah, would. Uh, uh, teach uh, the the woman swimming also, so this was something that was unique in him. He didn't only worry about uh, the males, but he also made an effort to the best of his ability uh, to uh, what you call it, to, to facilitate for the girls and the ladies also. And he mentioned that one thing that he had learned from Morana, and it's an important point, is that whenever Morana owed somebody money or he did a transaction and there was something that was uh, balanced then Moana would immediately write that transaction down, write the deal, and write the, the details down so that later on there wouldn't be any uh, uh, disputes. Uh, this is basically a few things, Moana. Just on the, the distribution of, of the uh, vouchers, normally in December, we, Moana should only give out the December one because the January one would normally be due in January as he came back from the, from the term. But this was unique in the sense this year he gave it out before and he even told that, that one recipient that uh, um, I'm not going to be around, which is very touching, and it just came to light uh, uh, today. Uh, and that, this was probably because my nature was he wouldn't want to cause any tacleep to any of the of the recipients. Whenever, even if I would go to the office where Moana was there, or any alien would come in, Moana would receive them with a, with a welcome face, and he knew a certain people like tea, certain like coffee, certain like juice, and he would make that... Uh, Intizam and that and that arrangement most of the time from his own from his own pocket, so that uh, the the alim that comes to the office is is welcome.
مولانا وی سی جزاک الله سو ماچ فور یور تایم ان مدل تالا گراند شول ان یعمل بدل امین امین وان اف مولانا کولیگز میکس Being in charge of arranging Jomas for the Jamiat in Meritzburg, Morana would lovingly encourage us to go to different venues, even though they were just young students at that time. Once delivering a talk in the Panzi Masjid where Morana was the Imam, I asked Morana for tips where I can improve. Morana said, and in hindsight with so much of compassion and his classical smile, Morana, top bayan man. Mashallah, I really learned a lot. One advice I can give you, If you are mentioning a wrong, don't say you are doing such and such an act. The listener feels attacked. Rather say, I am doing such an act. And this was Morana's humility that comes from Morana Ibrahim Dadan. We have our final guest on this evening, Morana Mohsin Isop. Morana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you, Alhamdulillah. Also, you know, I think we have to write a book on Morana. It's so inspirational. It's uh, really, it brings tears to the eyes of how much a young alim had done over time. So sincerely, with so much of dedication, truly remarkable what, what we've learned this evening. But what are some of your interactions with Morana, Salim? Hey, Morana, you know, gosh, I don't know where to start, man. Hey, really, a book is not enough. You probably need volumes of it. Alhamdulillah, you know, um, for me, I grew up in the area of Panzi Road. I never stay far from the masjid. So, Morana was my ustad. And uh, when I was starting to become an alim, then Morana helped me put my, uh, what we can say, the finesse in my uh, in my studying. And, you know, in Madresa, you learn how to read Fatih Durood and how to interact with communities, etc. But the practicality of it, Morana was my, my personal tutor. And I clearly remember the first nikah that I was performing for someone. I was so shaken and Moana was the one that put me forward and said, no, you can do this. And he allowed me to do it. He allowed me to spread my wings. The first khutbah I performed was in that masjid under Moana. The first time I recited 40 durood for the community was with Moana. And it was never such that Moana would, uh, you know, just make you do his imamat and he can go on holiday. It was never like that. It was always there to encourage you. It was always there he was behind you. And if you had to give a bayan in my, in my starting stages, when I would give a bayan, Morana would never sit in front of you so you could feel intimidated, but he would sit in such a position that you could not see him, but he could see you, and he was there to help you. And after that, he would call you and he would tell you, listen, you know, maybe you could do it this way. It was never that you must do it this way. It was always, maybe you could do it this way, and maybe it would be better for you. So if you would read between the lines, you automatically knew that Morana is giving advice. But he would never be so fierce in that advice, but rather in a beautiful and subtle manner, try to coach you and help you. And, uh, you know, uh, growing up in that community was, uh, you know, with Molana there, it was absolutely beautiful. Sometimes when you, I would go to Molana for some advice, and, you know, you have this huge burden on your shoulder, and you're talking to Molana. Molana will never say anything. When he's listening to you, and you're talking to him about your problem, he's smiling. And, you know, it, it just changes your mood. And when he starts to talk, and I remember clearly Molana when he used to talk to me, he used to tell me, and excuse me, but he used to say, uh, Molisab, check ya. Do it like this. Molisab, check ya. Do it like that. And when you would come out, you would only be smiling. And he would take away that burden. And I would say, Molana, what can I do? What, what is it that I can do? How can I repay you? He would just tap me on the back and say, duas. That's all. That's all I need, duas. Mm. And this was Molana's character. 
And I'm, and I'm sure, Molana, you can see every speaker that came on echoed the very same sentiment regarding Molana. And this was truly his nature. Um, when he passed away, um, I met a, uh, an elderly Musalli who stays not far from the masjid. And if you know Panjiro, where it's situated, it's on a, on a hill. So this elderly man walked all the way to the masjid and he was, he's old. So he says, I got to the masjid bench and I was panting. Mulana was coming to the masjid and he saw me. He didn't go in, nothing. He came directly to me and he patted me on my back. He saw I was perspiring. Can I get you some water? Are you fine? Can I help you into the masjid? Can I put you on the chair? This was Mulana's character, Mulana. And, you know, uh, for a youngster, he, he just he allowed you to fly. Obviously, within the parameters of Sharia, but he allowed you to express yourself in deen. And like I said in the beginning, this just gave me that finesse that I needed in my life. And alhamdulillah, uh, the first Jummah after Mulana had passed away, I was given the opportunity to perform the Jummah in that masjid. And because I was from the community, I know many of them there. And, uh, you know, uh, in all my experiences in giving Jummah, I never come across a community that was so fixated that when I started speaking about Molana, I dedicated that Juma regarding Molana's life. And when I spoke about Molana, I promise you, Molana, you could only see heads, you know, nodding in acknowledgement, swinging from side to side in sadness at the loss of a great and icon of that community. Everything you would say, and Molana's life was lessons. Everything it teaches us that, you know, the simple things take you far. Greeting people, uh, you know, talking to youngsters. And these are the things that we need to learn. And Molana, you know, subhanAllah, Molana made every effort to help everyone. I remember a time was when, uh, you know, people were going through the COVID and the lockdown. Molana went and dropped off groceries at a particular family. And he sent the message with the son to say, I don't know what's the groceries you might need, but I bought this for your family. So the father was in hospital and the son takes it in and then they see there's this huge uh, five liter bucket of ice cream. And so, you know, they were a bit worried. They said, no, 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 the kids can have it. So from that day, Molana got the name of the ice cream Molana. The kids in the family remember him as the ice cream Molana because he gave them ice cream. And you know, it's the simple things, Molana, that take us far. And uh, you know, course. everything, everything, the congregation, the janaza, Allahu Akbar. You know, how many swimming people, swimming tutors have passed away? But you've never seen a janaza of this nature. You know, we talk about, uh, you know, the wedding of the year. Well, this was the janaza of a lifetime. People Allah talk about... Uh, you know, kings and queens. I, I, you know, in the bayan, I mentioned and I said, the janaza of Molana was not a janaza of a king and queen. Simply because when a king passes away, you have different types of people coming in. You have people that are really worried at the fact that the king has passed away. You have people that are there to see whether the king really passed away. And you have, you have people that are there just because the king passed away. But Molana's janaza and his family's janaza was a janaza of true friends of Allah. Every person in that janaza was touched by Molana. It was so jam-packed, Molana. It was so hard to even raise your hands in takbir. To get to the point where the, the center of bearing Molana was, you know, it was so far, you couldn't even get in. Traffic was jammed, cars were going slow, that even non-Muslims oh. were asking, who is this person that passed away? It was like, not even a president would have had this sort of janaza. That's why I say it's like a real, uh, you know, a, 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 a janaza of a real friend of Allah. And this was Molana's nature. He was a friend to all. And in the end, Allah Ta'ala made him his friend. And, and that's what yeah. we have to take. And you know, Molana, I want to conclude by saying something. I read in a, a poem, and the poet so beautifully mentions, and he says, 
ولا شات تموت ولا بعير ولكن رزية فقد شخص يموت بموته خلق كثير so he says so beautifully and he says لأمرك من رزية فقد مال that true loss is not when you lose wealth and you lose your stock and you lose your business you can get that back but true loss is when you lose such a person in your community that the passing away of that person is as if the entire community has passed away and this exactly was Molana. You know, when he passed away, everyone was just sitting solemn. People, we couldn't even believe that Mawlana Salim Rahmatullahi, Mawlana Salim had, had left us. It was a complete shock. Masjids were echoing. Is that same Mawlana? Is it this Mawlana? We couldn't believe it. And this was the impact that he left. And, uh, you know, this archery and swimming that everything, everyone talks about. Mawlana, at the end of the day, we know it was a sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Mawlana revived it to such an extent the power of the sunnah was of such an extent that even non-Muslims took to it. And this was the legacy that Mawlana left. And I think that's what we have to also realize and learn to live and give a life where we are good to each other, we help each other, we assist each other. Because all these speakers spoke regarding Mawlana's assistance to the needy. And that's what we need to be. Truly, that's what we really need to be, Mawlana. Mahana, I'm telling you personally, I've been extremely inspired this evening and I've realized that I need to do so much more and so much better. It's been inspiration for me and I'm sure for the listeners, we say Jazakumullah khairah for your time this evening. Amin, 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 Jazakallah. Brother Shabir, it's been an amazing program. Allah, from my heart, probably with tears in my eyes that Mahana's program this evening has been very very inspirational to all of us and sometimes in life we don't realize there are people serving the deen of Allah with so much of sincerity that those of us that are doing it for glory and show really really need to take a lesson uh, another very very important aspect of his life is given what is happening Mawlana stayed aloof from all politics that are happening internally amongst the fraternity, etc. And Mawlana would never utter a negative word against any individual or alim. And again, uh, another lesson for me as well. Uh, brother Shabir, your concluding remarks regarding an amazing brother that Allah had blessed you with and to his daughter Kothar, an amazing father Allah had blessed you with. Alhamdulillah, Mawlana, um, whatever he did, he did not do it uh, for name and fame. And, uh, and the community and all the message that you are receiving is, is, is the witness to that. Um, we ask the community to please make dua for Mawlana, um, his wife, Nadia, Rukaya, Yahya, that uh, Allah grant them the highest about in Jannah. Uh, just uh, just on Yahya, uh, I remember that when Maulana should, uh, wherever he goes, Yahya had to carry his Quran and he'll instruct us. If Yahya came for holiday, I remember the one day he came, he says, make sure Yahya does his door. He, there's no way that Yahya must uh, sit down and play. And, no, and, and I, I want evidence that he's doing his door. Maulana is very particular with the Quran. And he was already preparing for himself for, for Tarawih, doing his door, 
because he said that uh, he can't afford to make mistakes and he, uh, he dedicated the tarawi to my to my late parents and uh, we asked the community to make dua for Qawser, grant his strength grant my uh, grant my brother anwar strength to I mean, to to cope with the with this major loss of ours up to this day it's so difficult to go through it to think about it and uh, every day when we Qawser and myself speak we, we 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 come up with new things and what what he should say how we should say things and uh, 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 and and we just laugh the other big thing is molana i think he's the only molana must have owned the most lavinas in peter matters <laughs> every car was a missing lavina and his friend yasin yasin uh, muta from emerald motors would say molana it's time for you to change move away he says to Yasin, this is my faithful. I can load anything in the boat. SubhanAllah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but once again, Brother Shabir, we say Jazakallah. Really, if if yourself and Kothar can, can write down and make a book of this year, I am assured it will be an amazing book. Alhamdulillah, it would be, inshallah. And that, that was Brother Shabir, the brother of... Uh, Marana Salim, Rahmatullah Ali, who've we been discussing. Uh, many people felt that Hazrat Marana left at a very young age, but when one reflects on his life and immense contribution, an amazing saying that comes to the mind a life well loved is long enough. A life well loved is long enough. And perhaps that's for each one of us. Uh, some of the listeners saying that hearing Brother Shabir speak, it brings back memories of Morana because, uh, you know, when you listen to them, you hear the, the similarities between the voice and the tone and, and the jovial nature coming out. And in that you become personal and, and you realize and you are able to resonate with it as well. They've been some friends that have been, in, in, you know, that played a role in this program being so successful. They know who they are. We say Jazakumullah khairat to them. Really, they've, they've been a lot to us. And uh, this program has been truly inspirational to the people of Meritsburg. May Allah Ta'ala grant you a ni'mal badal to the Jamiatul Ulama of Meritsburg. May you get workers that inspire the community and help them and alleviate the difficulties of all the people. And may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala make it easy for the daughter uh, who's lost an entire family. We, we can't understand how difficult it must be, but really Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for them. And hopefully uh, they'll be able to recover. We say jazakumullah khaira. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.